listening to Save by the Spell, a new DIY podcast with witchy tips, advice about sex, love, magic, and relationships for everyday people like you and me. This week we are on episode 9, and thank you so much for tuning in again this week on Society and Culture on the Podomatic World, we were ranked number 18. So thanks again. Keep sharing, listening, and letting people know about SaveByTheSpell.com. I am your host, Marcella Kroll, and it is my pleasure to talk with you this week about the topic of modern love in the new age. My very special guest this week, I'm so happy, she's my first guest, and really excited for her to be here, Ebony Walker. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited. Yay. Yes. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, this is a pretty hot topic, and I can't believe how, uh, you know, dating in this day and age is so insane. Uh, Between the evolution of spirituality and then the evolution of technology, uh, it feels like rapid-fire development. You know, I I know from my own personal experience, but I, I have to ask, like, with your experience in dating, yeah. um, how do you feel spirituality shows up for you uh, when you're looking for a partner and you're doing it through a, like a dating app on your phone or a computer? It <laughs> is difficult because when you're doing it, I mean, like I have Tinder yeah. and I did OkCupid for a little bit for like a very short bit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, when you're trying to connect with someone, it's very hard to kind of get that spiritual connection with them mm-hmm. because you're just connecting through visual, like sure. them them seeing a picture of you sure. and then them just seeing like your texts, your messages or whatnot. And then when you do actually meet the person, maybe that connection you had through the computer, through your phone doesn't match up in person or sometimes it's even stronger in person. Okay. So it it's very uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen also too, there's like this evolution in, in some of these dating apps they're trying, like, I think there's one called meet mindful. I think that's what it's called. I tried that for a minute and it, it just, yeah, I did not, it's supposed yeah. to be focused on spirituality, but I found it to be really disappointing. Um, also, what's the other one? Happen? That one's a little oh, creepy. Happen. Yeah, okay. I had <laughs> happened for like a week. Yeah. And I'm like, did I really pass by this person 10 times? Yes. Okay, that's like kind of scary. Yeah. And then I was like, I got to get rid of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, it'll tell you like, oh, they are, you know, a mile away or like a foot away. Or, and you're just sure. like, oh my God, they're so you're behind in your me house. in the grocery store. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're in your house. <laughs> so and it's, it's very interesting. And then like... A lot of the dating apps now, they have you fill out, like, a questionnaire. Sure. So that way, it's like you kind of, it tries to match you up with someone. Mm. But in all honesty, until you actually meet that person, then you will know for right. sure if it's right. a match. It's, yeah. It's difficult. Just because, I, I, yeah, chemistry is so important, yeah. right? And uh-huh. then also, people, you know, just because they're good on paper doesn't yeah. mean you're going to have, like, that, that yeah. complimentary vibe to each other. Exactly. Sure. Um, I, how do you think, what do you think about this evolution in, of spirituality and how it's kind of trendy to be spiritual right now, especially with dating? Oh like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so recently I went to check out a uh, sound bath meditation sure. with, uh, with my friend. Okay. And I mean, it was fun. Right. And then it was very interesting that she actually met, she um, just like, got a guy's number at the end of that. It was just more like, hey, like, we live in the same area. Let's go hiking. Let's hang out. And she's a very spiritual person. Sure. And it made me wonder, 
because she just told she just texted me last night saying that she has a lunch date with this guy today. Sure. And I'm it made me wonder. I'm like, is this guy spiritual or was he just like me taking like testing this sound bath out for the first time? Sure. And was he like probably like this is so weird? Like laying there probably like thinking this is so <laughs> weird. Where you know me and my friend are laying there and just like oh we're feeling very cleansed right. and we're feeling amazing. So. It's very interesting how people are taking that spiritual approach sure. to things. To meeting then, people to meeting and trying people, things out. Yeah, and like doing yoga yes. just to yeah. meet girls. Yeah. I, I've definitely seen that in like the new age community where yeah. I've I've um, been approached by a lot of, uh, I guess, guys and some women about, um, you know, trying to connect and wanting a romantic connection and... Uh, they're just kind of it's it's kind of like they're feeling it out and testing the waters yeah you know yeah. which is it's I mean I'm I commend them for for doing that you know for for feeling things out but I don't like the trendiness aspect yeah. of it it's really bothersome like sometimes uh I feel like I'm uh in in my experience I've yeah. had you know some dating things where I've been the one that they want to heal them or the one that they want to show them the way. And it's more of like a teacher student relationship. And it's not about, um, having a shared spiritual practice or values. Now I'm all for, uh, dating people who have different spiritual practices. Yeah. I'm not limiting myself. And I've definitely, usually I've dated people that have no spiritual practice or ones that I found that say they have a spiritual practice, but they actually, once we are in it, they're like, not really, it's something they're trying exactly, on. Yeah. Um, and that, that can be quite disappointing. So also just being a, a like an empathic medium, I feel like it's been a, a I don't want to say a blessing and a curse, but I, I would say it's definitely a filter. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's definitely a filter because people are either immediately like, Oh, hell no. Like, that's weird. Or they're f intrigued and it seems exotic. And then they're like, actually, no. Or... Um, test drive it. Test drive it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's like, it can be kind of, it can be definitely disappointing. Um, especially if people aren't really willing to do the work or dive in to what that means. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, modern love in the new age is a trip because I feel like it it's technology versus spirituality are they're so opposite ends of the spectrum. Like one feels very surface yeah. and quick fix and ADD. And then the other one is about really diving in and getting to know yourself deeper. So it's like, how do we, you know, find the happy medium or merge these two worlds together and, uh, you know, and, and really be authentic to ourselves and meeting people on a really deep level. But yet, it's like a quick catalog fix and dating like online. You actually do. And then the one of the other things is that you kind of change yourself. Sure. So that way you can find a partner. Yeah. So you, you'll be like, oh, well, this person loves to do CrossFit, which is a very popular thing amongst <laughs> the, the, the male dating world. Yes, yes. And you, you'll be amazed at how many girls are like, Oh yeah, I like CrossFit too. And they yeah, just right. like started like, you know, two weeks ago and sure, they're like sure. dying and their right. legs are falling off. But but it's very interesting because you you're like, okay, this person on paper is so amazing. Sure. They're all the things that I want. Yeah. I'm gonna change little things about myself, but you're still changing yourself so that right. way you can be like that that person so they sure. can like you as opposed to you being yourself and you know, if if you are say like for me, I am uh, like my parents raised me to be Christian and I'm Christian, but 
I also believe in spiritual things right. and I have friends like from all different religions and I've actually went on a date with a guy who was like a hardcore Christian and he kind of made me feel really bad about myself. But then it was like, after I stopped talking to him, I was like, wait, I'm not changing who I am. This yeah. is who I am. And this makes me happy. And I found a place to be happy within myself. And if he can't accept it, sure. then too bad. And I feel like a lot of people when they do dating now or they do online dating, yeah. they can't really come to terms with accepting themselves they try to change themselves to go with that person yeah so, no I agree yeah. I agree and I and I, I tell that to a lot of my clients men and women yeah uh, it's one thing to try to adjust yourself to make the person feel comfortable when you're just kind of filling the situation out but I I don't recommend it yeah I, I think it's really important to be authentic to who you are and and really be who you are now the other thing that I find with dating in the modern age and the new age here is a lot of times uh, along with changing we we minimize ourselves or yes. we want to you know, in regards to the other person, we start projecting what we think we want or what we think we should see out of that person. We try yeah. to get them to go our way. Like it would be like uh, me trying to date someone and forcing them to like go to meditation and then being like, aren't see, don't you love meditating? And like, no, that's like mind control manipulation. And yeah. <laughs> um, when really, we really need to start learning how to accept people where they're at. Now, Another issue that I find being an empath and, and being a medium is I oftentimes uh, bypass the present moment and I, I really tune in and tap into um, the person's essence yeah. and their potential, which I've called, it's funny, I call it blind bitch syndrome that I've had for <laughs> many, since birth, where I'm like constantly seeing the potential and not really seeing what's right in front right of me. Right in front of you. Yeah. yeah. So that's been a huge lesson for me in dating is really going, okay, you know what? You really need to see this person as they are in this moment and accept it. Yeah. Holy crap. Accept who they are and stop trying to force feed them what you think they're going to be great yeah. at. And, you know, they might be wonderful in 10 years, but who cares? Another thing I want to quickly talk about is soulmates and twin flames and all of yes. that. <laughs> okay, because there's so much everybody, I want to meet my soulmate, I want to meet the da, da, da. Listen, I personally believe and know, like, I it just, you know, we all, we have many soulmates. Exactly, yeah. Many. Um, it's not just about that one relationship. Our soulmates are anyone that came here that, to work with, like you and I, we're friends, we're connecting, we're, we're, we work together, yeah. we're soulmates. <laughs> we're soulmates on level because we came to shift some energies within each yeah. other. It's not just about one romantic thing. And the same thing with twin flame. Twin flame, some people idealize and say, oh, my twin flame is my one you know, the twin from my soul, like, you know, we're meant to be together and you only have one and da 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 And I think, you know, I think, I think, yeah, you might have some relationships that are more soul connected than yeah. others, but I don't, I don't think it sh you should limit yourself because you're changing and evolving all the time. Exactly. So your soulmates and your twin flames are going to evolve too. I mean, I, how do you feel about that topic when people bring that up to you? Like, I need like, my soulmate. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of people go like, oh, I want a soulmate. I want to be married. I want the person I'm going to be with for life and have kids. And, you know, I've had those moments, too, where sure. I'm like, where's my soulmate? But then I'm like, wait a second. Like, I meet so many people, just like you say, you meet so many people. And even if it's, like, a relationship that didn't work out, right. I still had a connection totally. with them. And so it's like, oh, they were my soulmate for that moment, and they taught yes, me something. Exactly. And 
I'm on to the next to find the next person I'm going to have that right. real soul connection with. Right. And so it's it's very interesting how people do. They always go like, I want a soulmate because what we see on TV, yeah. through media, a soulmate is someone you're walking down the aisle with. And mm. that's not exactly what it is. Right. And, and so I think people also need to understand that like, yeah, you probably dated this one person for like sure. 10 years and they were your soulmate at that moment and it didn't work out and you're on to the next and then you're probably going to find someone that you are going to spend the rest of your life with. Right. But it, it all depends. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, and I also, same thing with past life partnerships and things. I think, you know, yeah, you might've had a, you know, past life marriage or connection and you've reincarnated and you've come together again. Um, I definitely have like had partnerships with people that I've been in partnership or even just friends with in different lifetimes and we come together in this lifetime and it's to help each other grow and evolve and it's not always pleasant you know we're learning things about how to be here I mean if we want to utilize the connection properly yeah it's about it's about really kind of learning the lessons and moving on um, and also allowing yourselves to grow. I think when we fight the growth, yeah, um, that's when the pain and the problems and the fighting and the changes, like when we, we're in denial of that we need to move on. And, and instead of blaming each other, yeah. but really seeing the situation as outgrowing it, then we can move forward yeah. uh, in a healthy way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, yeah, I'm, it's it's kind of a trip. And I, and I went with that, I just want to say, as annoying as this is going to sound, <laughs> and I, I know a lot of you know clients get like annoyed when I say this, but you really do have to love yourself. You do, you do, because you you know it's um, it's not egotistical. It's not uh, out of you. It's not out of line to love yourself. You, how the hell are you going to love someone if you don't know how to love yourself or show yourself that? It's very true. I mean, like I've, well, you know, I, I have friends that do not like to do things by themselves sure. because they see it as something like, Oh, I'm so alone. Or, oh, and then they end up like not liking themselves. So they feel like they have to do something with someone in order to love themselves and right. join a moment. But it's, like going to a concert by right. yourself. Right. A lot of people will be like, I, I have to go with someone so that way I can enjoy myself right. Right. going to that concert or whatnot. But you really do have to be able to take moments to be alone. Yeah. So that way you can get more in tune with yourself and you can understand yourself more and then you can love and appreciate yourself more. Absolutely. And, you know, I there were moments <laughs> where I just like I couldn't even see the potential of me or like the, mm-hmm. the value of myself until I, I said, Hey, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> I think I'm cute and I think I'm funny and I think I'm, <laughs> you know, smart and all these wonderful things. Right. And if someone else doesn't see, Oh, well I see it in myself and sure. I love myself for that. Right. And it's because I took the time to be by myself and to appreciate things a little bit more as opposed to being surrounded by someone. Those are all really good points, and it, it's it's so important to really take that time to learn who you are, what you enjoy, and what you don't enjoy, because you don't want to just adopt somebody else's, uh, it's you know things that they like, and then find out down the road you're like, I really don't like that at all. Actually, it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> you know the other school of thought that I've really been um, heart like feeling the within. <laughs> that even makes sense is (laughs) 
there's a couple of schools of thought here. One is like, get happy with what you're doing on the day-to-day basis, whether or not somebody's there and, and really enjoy your life and get content with that and do what you love. And then if somebody shows up and you can do those things together, then great. And if not, it's, a, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay because you know what? You're happy regardless if there's someone there or not. Exactly. And you let go of trying to find this validation from somebody else. And that's where the other school of thought comes in. And that is really learn to like love somebody else as opposed to needing or look for somebody to love as opposed to looking for somebody to love you. Because when you're looking for someone to love you, you're really saying that you're looking for validation or approval or that you deserve love or blah, blah, blah. When you don't get it, you know, uh, in the way that you think you should be getting it or trying to micromanage how you get love, you know, then it, it fosters all these fears and insecurities and beliefs. So I'm really for just start loving because you love to love, not because you need someone to love you back. Yeah. But you know, um, and and by all means, don't don't keep loving people that treat you like garbage. Oh no, no, you know? get rid of them. Bye. Yeah, right? you don't need them because it's not going to make you love yourself more. It's not going to make you love someone else more. Sure, it's just going to make you miserable. And right, you're just going to hate everything. So any negative person in your life, any yeah. negative love or just right. like something that's not good get rid of it people like withholding yeah so too keeping you from your potential pretty yeah. much sure well and with that you know i want to go to we had talked about you gave some really powerful advice yeah. recently to a friend and i'd love for you to talk about that and and share the advice you give because i found it really moving and i think it will be really beneficial to some of the listeners here yeah so. um the advice that I gave my, my best friend from high school, um, was she, she went through like kind of a a rocky, uh, on and off relationship and started feeling unloved about herself and just didn't know how she was going to move on to a next relationship and to be able to give that full potential of love. Mm -hmm. So I told her to look at any past love encounters as an experience. And to imagine herself as an architect. And she is taking those past love, what I call love encounters, and she's building a foundation. So that way she can build a house of love. And she's taking any experience that she's had, good or bad, and she's laying it down. So that way when she does meet her soulmate or, you know, her her partner, her, her love, her future love, she's going to be able to have those experiences and, and she's going to be able to build that house Beautiful. with that person. And it's going to be very stable. And that foundation won't have any cracks. It won't have any soft awesome. spots in it. It's going to be a strong, solid foundation. And that house is going to stand. And, you know, she, That's she awesome. actually shouted out, she's like, I'm going to build a castle. Yeah. But, you know, it, it really did make her feel better. But I think you have to look at it that way that you're taking these experiences and you're going to build something great upon it. Yeah. But you just got to be able to, to take it sure. and learn from it and right. just lay it all down. Sure. That's yeah. beautiful. That's such great advice. That was really powerful. And I, I love that building that house, you know, or her building her castle. It's really, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> I, I think the other thing, you know, and just to get back into like, a, you know, the metaphysical aspect of it is 
you know, I, I get a lot of times people say like, oh, this must be my karma or this is a pattern or this is like in my family, you know, the women deal with this and you have the power to change this stuff. I, I think just because you have, you know, it's awesome if you have the knowledge that, you know, uh, you know, maybe there was a trauma or a wound and um, in dating and around relationships. Just because if you've come from abuse, it doesn't mean you have to repeat the cycle. Or if you've come from a place where maybe you've got this real deep rejection or abandonment issue, you know, I, I've certainly had my n list of things <laughs> that I've had to work through and I'm still working through. But um, it doesn't mean those I call it those blueprints, just like yeah. the house. Mm -hmm. I call it the blueprints. The blueprints don't have to stay the same. Yeah, you can knock them out and rebuild, and that's exactly. what you, that's what you're doing. You're restructuring your yourself and and healing on a big uh, level. Now, there are a couple of suggestions I'd like to make, and um, you know, if you need like you know metaphysical suggestions in learning how to love yourself, and also how to find and assert the best loving you in a relationship or while you're dating is, you know, you can utilize stones and things like that. I really recommend, uh, rose quartz is absolutely beautiful for love, compassion. I have and here with me. Oh, you, know, you do? Nice. <laughs> yeah. So does it carry it in the bra? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. in the bra. In your pocket. It's right next to my heart. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, carnelian is super, uh, powerful for like root chakra and sacral stuff meaning like it's for sexuality and for confidence and building that if you're feeling a little shy um about those things it, it's really self-care is huge in all of this and loving yourself again i can't express enough how key it is and you had a powerful mantra too didn't you that you were, oh yeah. yeah i'd love for you to share so, that if you felt comfortable. i you know i still i do have my moments here and there where I'm, I do feel like, oh my gosh, no one's ever going to date me. Yeah. I, I have those moments and they come in waves, you know, sure. I, I blame hormones, but, <laughs> um, I, I sit in my room, I close my eyes and I tell myself I am wanted and I am loved. What I am building is strong and will not break. And that is what I tell myself. Awesome. And so I always, you know, I repeat it constantly in my head. Sure. Sometimes I fall asleep saying it to myself, but I, it's the only way, like, as long as I tell myself that I am loved and I am wanted, sure. then I'm, I know, I know it's true. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's say it together. Shall oh we? yeah. Let's, let's do that. So everybody, if you, if you're driving, please don't do this, but if you are <laughs> seated and in a nice, comfortable position in a relaxed state, repeat these words or take a note of it. I am wanted. wanted. And that I am loved. What I am building is strong and will not break. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, I did get one question uh, from uh, from Dee in Los Angeles. And she wanted to know about having sex and dudes and them leaving their energy in you. And, <laughs> and, and what that is about. And, and I have to say, whether you're a dude or a woman, um, or a woman to woman or a man to man, when you have intimacy with another, you create etheric cords. And those etheric cords, no matter how brief, the the interaction uh, can keep you you're connected for up to several years. Oh wow, that's a long time. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, it's a very seven years. Up to seven oh. years, and if you're not because if you're not conscious of clearing and disconnecting yeah. your energy, yeah, those those oh cords can hook into you, and you're like, oh, why am I obsessed? Why can't I get over this person out of my head? It's because you are hooked, literally. So. <laughs> 
salt bath, smudge yourself, do an egg cleanse. I've talked about that before. Rub an uh, egg over your private parts. I know. It's crazy. I just said that. Yes, I said it again. I talked about it in the beginning, the first uh, episode I did for this podcast, and it was called uh, Calling Your Power Back. So, you know, have a listen to that because that will give you some tips on how to do that. The other thing, um, you know, I I really want to something I wrote as like a incantation, if you will. Oh, yes. And you can do this on the full moon, especially with relationships, especially if you're trying to raise your frequency and align with a powerful relationship or partner that you're ready to do the work with. Uh, repeat the following or just listen to it. Gone are the relationships that want my energy but do not respect my time. Gone are the wounded warriors that cannot give love or cherish my heart, body, and mind. Gone are the time wasters and promise breakers. There is no room here for space savers. I am calling in my twin flame, my true heart's desire, my soulmate, my love, a true being in their hire. I'm ready for the blessings and abundance in my life to be shown. I'm absolutely ready to not do it alone. Hear my call and feel my prayer. See it like lightning strikes. It is in the air. And now you see me and I see you. We are together again. It is true. Blessed be. Now, I did mention earlier, you don't have to be with somebody to be happy. And you don't. Mm -hmm. But some of us came here to work with others. <laughs> and you're more than allowed to ask for it. Yeah. But my message to you is do not get attached to the outcome of what it looks like. And I'm not saying you have to settle. I'm just saying be happy with the connections and appreciate the ones you do have. And then they'll continue to get better and better. I really want to thank Ebony for being my special guest today. Thank, thank you so you much. Thank you for having me. Yay. <laughs> and I want to thank you all for listening. And just as a reminder, you can visit SaveByTheSpell.com and see all past episodes and stream them or download them there. You can download the Podomatic app. It is free. Take it with you and you can get notifications when a new episode airs. Again, I am your host, Marcella Kroll. And if you like this podcast, please share, download, uh, let people know about it. And I do have a donation button on the page and it's uh, for the website. I, this podcast is free. The donation button, if you feel so inclined, is just so I can keep up with my electronics or any equipment I need. Uh, cupcakes for my guests, <laughs> yummy you know, cupcakes. Yeah, yummy vegan, <laughs> vegan cupcakes for my guests. And, um, I, again, thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and blessed be. <laughs>